Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, February 16, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, actually, there's a lot of stuff going on. The daily chart is actually saying a lot of stuff. The market activity, the price action, the closing prints today, the way the market reacted and acted into the close is all activity that's information that we can derive part of our analysis from. Let's start here. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. There's nothing wrong with the tape. That's a good starting point. They had some unfinished business, which you'll see later inside the numbers. They missed it by pennies this morning, and then they came back to make another attempt before the closing bell. Check this out. Let me show you what this is, where it comes from. Not all unfinished business, as I like to call it, is the same. This one happens to be a gap. So here, the closing price is 408.04 on the 10th of February. The low the next day is 408.24. The low the next day, 408.51. They never filled that gap. Now watch this. Here's a 10-minute chart from today. Right at the vertical is what? Repeat after me, today's activity. The low in the morning, right out of the chute, we were waiting there with both hands open to buy the market inside the numbers, inside the numbers live room. We were waiting to buy the market. If you front run the market, you got paid. The low here was 408.26. They came back for a retest, but a higher low took off. Into the end of the day, they stopped short. Watch this. The low in the afternoon, right into the closing bell, is 408.14. And here's where they are right after 4 o'clock. Funny how that works. That's the thieves in the afternoon, the thieves in the morning, the thieves during options expiration week where weird stuff happens. They didn't want traders to buy 408. That's basically one side of what happened today. It was the buyer prevention team, BPT. Now, what does that mean going into tomorrow? Is that bullish, bearish? Well, it's neither. We're just reporting what happened in terms of the gap. They just wouldn't let you have it during the trading day. But as long as they're above the moving averages, the trend is your friend. But wait, there's more. We got more stuff. So we kept talking about this breakdown candle from the 9th, and they ran a test, and they could not get above on a sustained basis. So what's happening right now is they actually got rejected, not being able to close above the number, which was, and we remember this, 414.57, and here they come in the other direction. So either they close above, and there's energy that'll be released in the upside, or they get rejected, and the same energy is released in the downside. That's one design of a possible schematic. However, how much lower are they going to go? Well, it depends on whether or not this trend or trend channel is broken. The market's been going back and forth in this channel. We can call it a bullish, flaggish kind of formation, anything you want to call it. It will change when they break down below the low of that channel. Okay, Fair enough. What happens if you break down below the low? It starts opening the door for the downsloping trend line that we know all too well from the weekly chart. 
Speaking of which, the weekly chart, are they doing anything dramatic this week? They went up a little bit. They're at the lows of the week, but we don't know where the week is going to close. All in all, until proven otherwise, they're just eating time off the clock. It's a matter of perspective. If you're looking at a weekly chart playing the long game, then you didn't even see what happened today. You didn't see him try to break out. You didn't see him fill the gap and collapse all the way back down to do the unfinished business. You saw none of that. All this looks like to you is eating time off the clock. Even on the daily chart, it certainly doesn't look like this type of rodeo. We have a low, a high, we retest the high, collapse back down. That's an intraday rodeo operation. You don't see that on the daily chart. The daily chart looks like it went up, finished on the lows, above all the moving averages, nothing wrong with the tape. That's what the daily chart looks like to the naked eye. You know how we always say things more from a short-term chart into the longer-term charts? We talk about change in characteristics of the market, and it starts from the short-term, and it morphs from there. We had a good discussion on volume today in the live trading room. How do you read the tape intraday and use volume to your advantage? What are we looking for? What kind of change in character, not only in price, not only in pattern, but what about volume? What kind of change in character do we see in real time? Those are the type of discussions that we build on. We compound the learning going forward. So we look at a 240 chart and we say, hey, wait a minute. They just broke down below the 20 period moving average once again that they've kept riding. They kept recapturing it. They kept testing it. They're riding it. Now we'll see. Tomorrow is a make it or break it on the 240 chart, 20 period moving average. They're either going to fight back up or they're going to start in with this type of low here and the 50 period moving average. What about the 120 chart? You see how this one is morphing? They're above it. They try and test it. They spike it. They can't really sustain price below the convergence of these moving averages up until when? The last two candles of today, and the last one is only a half an hour. A change in what's been going on in the market. Is today a sign or signal of a trend change? Not so much. It's information. It could be the start of something, but it's not part and parcel with all the components that we're looking for. It was a day that was a down day that finished near the lows, but I wouldn't classify it as a reversal. But some of the shorter term charts may be indicating otherwise. How about a 90 minute chart? We never look at this one. What's going on here? Again, convergence of moving averages, holding price, holding price, holding price. All of a sudden, not so much. 60 minute chart, same routine. Keep holding the moving averages, pop back up. All of a sudden, today, instead of finishing near the highs, we finish near the lows, below all the moving averages. A complete flip around from the last couple of days. We're not reading into it just yet. We're taking in the information. We're putting the pieces of the puzzle on the table and constructing the storyline. Things start from shorter time frames and they morph up from there. What's going on? inside the numbers. Let's start with zero dark 30 when the market was just trading off a little bit. No big deal, just a little bit of an overnight pullback 
And then lo and behold, around 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we had the economic data shuffle. Today's candidate was the PPI data release. They took it as an opportunity to kill the tape, and the writing started going on the wall. You can read these notes for yourself in terms of the numbers. Those were more prevalent before the economic data release. What we do have here is, as a just-in-caser, and this was at Zero Dark Thirty, Don't forget about the unfinished business down around 408 in the spirit of never know, which should be met with buyers from within that space. We'll circle back to stocks on the move a little bit later on. Now, as we get into the data release, the market kind of picked a direction. The writing was on the wall. Beware of the thieves in the morning who could pay a visit to the unfinished business area. 408, give or take, is that place. Now, keep an eye on this number, too, because this will come up later on. 409.50, and the door is open. If they spiked it through, we had a number below. We didn't really need that. We'll go back to the chart in a moment. Closer to the opening bell, 915, 408, give or take, down to 406.85 as a zone. We should see a bounce back in the other direction. They start with a scalp with potential. What if? What if they blow through everything? We had that on the board as a just-in-caser. You have to come to the game each and every day, fully warmed up and prepared for anything that might happen during the trading day. Know both sides of the tape. Be the umpire. Now the tape opens. 409.50 is resistance, right out of the chute. We think better in pictures. Right of the vertical is today's activity. You see what they did with 409.50. Candle after candle on this five-minute chart, they try, they spike it, they fall away. Until they're able to close above, do the bulls take over? You'll see that come up later. What you don't see is the bottom of the 408 area. The low of day happened to be 408.26. For me today, that wasn't good enough for the give and take. It wasn't enough for me to get into the trade, and therefore... It kind of left me sitting at the altar down there, and technically, there still is some unfinished business down in that zone. It's actually a gap, 408.04 to be exact. So I'm trying to get in at 408. You see what's going on here in the notes. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, and double check the work. 942 came up short. As long as they're below 409.50, The lower stuff is still active. Above 409.50, the lower stuff is off the table. So you know where the short trade is wrong if anybody was short or trying to short the market at the open. They got a pie in the face, and that generally happens more often than not. You can see it's all about 409.50 until it's not. It's our pivot. Below the door is open for lower. Above it's not. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double-check the work. As long as they're above 409.50, no more downside in the cards. It's 410.30 and higher. 410.35 to 410.50 is on the table. 410.85, give or take, is a spot we could see a reaction. 411.25 is the next upside target. All the numbers start popping up on the board. 10.32, the next leg higher above is to 411.60, and then 4.1280, and there you have it. The middle line is 4.1160, and the upper line is 4.1280. So you can see that was overhead resistance. Target, 
important stops the market from going up at least on a temporary basis. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. All the numbers are in here, everything traders need to effectively navigate the market during the trading day is in here. It's all out of the course from lazy e-mini trader and taught in these videos each and every night. We've got a tech issue going on with the feed that gives me stocks on the move on this page. So I had to do a makeshift thing, a little bit of a cut and paste. So what we had was five on the board and actually all of them came into their objective targets. So we'll take a look at all these charts. Number one, Datadog, DDOG, rip higher in the other direction after a haircut at the opening bell. Here's the gap from last night. They opened slightly below the number. The opening print was $81. My number was 8109. And that was somewhat of a screw job for those not willing to do it in the manner in which, and I'm not. But the takeaway is the numbers work. About para, opening print, 2250, my number 2232, low of day 2232, take off in the other direction. Apples, you like them apples, don't you? Shop, getting a haircut at the opening bell. They jumped the first target, which means they opened below. It's off the table, doesn't exist any longer, and therefore, 4510 was the number. They spiked it a little bit. They gave you the base hit. Base hits put you in the Hall of Fame. Then they came down lower and hovering around that same number. Base hits are what we're after. Line drives up the middle. About ring, ring central, anything doing? Haircut at the open, first number off the board, opening below. And a lot of times when this happens, like today, it's as a result of the fact that the market really started trending lower, even into the opening bell. So it certainly impacts the stocks on the move and they started leaking lower. And I'm not gonna jostle the numbers around near the opening bell. We'll just discard the first one and we'll look to the second or third. In this case, they opened right above the first, blew through it, and the second ended up to be support. They got you back to break even, but this was not a great trade. This was just a one that dripped lower into the afternoon session. They don't all work out the same way. That's why this is a percentage business. Toast, same to similar routine. They opened below the first, below the second, Third is activated. They ended up going down to 20 bucks, popped back up. They ended up doing the deal. And in the live room, because this one was trading live and we did have some traders in this trade, based on the current market conditions and the hard sell that they were doing into the opening bell in terms of the broader index, we talked about 20 bucks and we talked about where this one might be headed. It was a real time type of situation. Worked out anyway for the base hit and then some. It gave you a buck. It's like 5%. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, a couple of things. They're contradictory to each other on the chart. Above the 20 period moving average, the trend is your friend until your shit goes out the window. But we have a big breakdown candle, can't get above the high, they've tested it. And this one is a bearish wedgish kind of thing that will result in an ensuing move in the lower direction if they can't close above the high above 195. We've talked about 195 before. They're riding the 20 period moving average. The trend here is likely the dominant thing until it's not. If they start breaking below that trend line, then we're going to play out to the downside and then 187.85 or lower is on the table. Put that on a sticky note. IWM 
187.85. Q people, same routine. It's all the same market. Finished on the lows. It's a bad day in terms of market days. But when you look at the big picture, still nothing wrong with the tape. Could just be a down day. A little bit of inserted shenanigans across the markets. Nothing wrong with that. It's garden variety of trick trap fool and frustrate crew behavior. Just awarenesses at this point. What about the folks down at the transportation department? We have the same routine about not being able to get above a breakdown candle high. And if they're not going to be able to get above, then price will get rejected down in the lower direction. And guess what? We have a 20-period moving average on these lows here. That's your short-term line in the sand for the transport people. Start getting below there, and there's probably another five to 700 points on the downside waiting in the wings. The financials teetering on their 20-period moving average. Is it rolling over? Or are they riding the 20-period moving average? We'll get concerned if they start re-giving up on the downside, the 100-period moving average, start trading lower. That will be a tell that they've once again been rejected trying to bust above the 100-period moving average. But all things considered, and you will look at this from an objective perspective, Look at it from the long-term or the weekly chart. What are they doing? Same routine we talked about before. They're eating time off the clock above the 100-period moving average. Today doesn't even come up in the rounding on this chart. What about Smash Mouth? Again, eating time off the clock above all the moving averages. They can certainly just be going back and forth, lower portion of a channel, upper portion of a channel. Back and forth, back and forth. They've done this before. They're doing it again. Until they break below the lower portion or above the upper portion, that's all they're doing. Riding the 20-period moving average or above the 20-period moving average, training in a channel, eating time off the clock until such time as the bottom portion of this channel breaks, breakout area, get below the breakout area. Where is that? Right here. Market runs up, comes back down, breaks out, comes back down to retest it. Give that up on the downside, and a whole new situation starts unfolding. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.